We're on page Kuf Tzadik, 190, six lines on the top, right after the quote from Igeris HaKadosh Simechaf. So, I'm just speaking about how any name cannot be applied to Hashem's very true essence, true infinite essence. And even the idea of Mo'ir, the source of light, the luminary, also defines Hashem, would be defining Hashem in a certain way that his whole Mahus, what he is, is to give off godly energy. And therefore his Mahus is Oyer. But that's not true. By Hashem, the Oyer, even how it's Nichol, how it's Kol, in Hashem's very essence, is not an Emetzius of Oyer. Hashem includes within himself the potential for Oyer, but the Oyer, how it is within his essence, is in the same way his essence is. It's, it's Nimtza, the built Emetzius Nimtza. It exists in a way that is totally not in existence in our framework. So it doesn't really exist in the way we understand existence. Um, so therefore we can't call Hashem's very essence Mo'ir, the source of light. And therefore also, from all the revelations of godliness that come from Hashem, we cannot know Hashem's true essence because Hashem's essence is not Oyer. And therefore all the Oyeris, the Giluim, which come from Him, don't tell us anything about that essence. But the name Bayre, the Creator, is not a description which describes a certain characteristic that Hashem has, limiting Him to a certain way. Like Mo'ir would. Um, so this name, Bayre, shows truthfully on Hashem's true essence. Like Igeris Akedr says, that only Hashem in his very true essence, his true infinite essence, has the ability to create something from nothing, this idea of Ibriya. Because Hashem's true essence, which is Mitzvah Musa, his existence is from himself, meaning nothing else created him, he is existing inherently. His Messias must be. Therefore, what he produces when he creates Yesh Me'ayin is an existence which also feels itself to be independent without any source. So the whole idea of Bria really shows you um, what Hashem's true essence really is. Even though it doesn't describe it doesn't describe him with a specific characteristic, it's just this idea of creating Yesh Me'ayin, but that is only in the Cheik Abayre, in the ability of Hashem's true infinite essence. So, so therefore the whole idea of creation shows on Hashem's true essence which his existence is from himself it's inherent it's not dependent on something else creating it therefore he has the ability to create to create something from nothing meaning to create an existence which feels itself a yesh its own independent existence without not being dependent not on a higher existence just like Hashem is not dependent on any other existence Nimsa, so we'll conclude from this. So the name creator, Bayre, not only does it not describe him with a specific characteristic, a specific limited description, God forbid, rather it shows on it shows on the true essence of Hashem, whose existence is from himself. He must be, he's not dependent on any other existence. And being that his existence is totally different, it's not dependent on anything else. Therefore, he's 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 a he's not in a the aspect of mitzias nimza of a found existence, meaning an existence in our framework, which we understand, which every existence which we understand is afshadi mitzias. Its existence is possible; it could be only if Hashem wants it to be, but it doesn't have to be. Whereas Hashem's existence must be; his existence is inherent, um, is from himself, and therefore. He is not in the same framework of existence that we understand. He's called built in He's found his existence in a way which is not in our framework of existence.
So therefore, the Creator really does not put a certain limiting description on Hashem. It shows on Hashem's true true essence, just like the idea of creation is only can only come from Hashem's true essence. And this is the idea which we were speaking about in the previous Mimer, why Hashem and there's many names of Hashem, seven names specifically, uh, seven different names, Adnai, Avaya, Shakai, Elikai, Elika, Elikim, etc. And one of them is Havaya, and that's called Shema Etzem, the name of the essence, the essential name. Mavur, why is it called the essential name? Mavur, Mamish. Another place explains that this is the name which literally refers to Hashem's very essence. Even though the previous Mahimri said that it refers to the highest level in the Oyer, how it's not, how it's called in uh, Hashem's essence. Um, but in other places explain that actually Shema Etzem is called the, the essential name because it refers to literally Hashem's very essence, Tehine. So now we're going to understand that. Why Shema Vaya shows on Hashem's very essence. And seemingly, without even going further, the idea is because, like we said earlier, the Havaya is Melashen Mahave, from the same etymological roots, from the same word as Mahave, to create, to bring into existence. And we just said that the whole idea of bringing into existence Yesh Me'ayim, that's the whole idea of Mahave, Yishavus, is only possible from Hashem's very essence, which is not limited in any limitations. Therefore, He can even create Yesh Me'ayim, and He can create such an existence which it feels itself to be independent, just like Hashem's existence is independent. Behold, So in Sefer Paradis, the 19th gateway, at the end of the first chapter, he writes, The Shema Etzim, who rak le Etzim Asfiris, like I said in the previous Mimer, the Shema Etzim Havaya, this essential name, only refers to the essence of the Sfiris. What is the essence of the Sfiris? The essence of the spheres is the godly energy, the light, which enclosed within those vessels of the ten spheres of Atzilus. That is their essence. Their essence is the energy which enlivens them, which allows them to have an effect. The kalim of the spheres, the vessels, the channels, that just channels the energy should be expressed in a specific way, if chesed or gvuda. But the essence of the spheres is the energy which gives them the ability to affect the world. So Shema Etzim only refers to, according to the parties, the essence of the ten spheres. But not to Hashem's true essence. Because obviously the, the Oyu which is revealed in the spheres of Atsilis is already a limited divine energy, therefore it's able to enclose into limited, contracted, defined vessels, defined channels. So not referring all the way to Hashem's very essence, which is not limited at all. But in the Sefer Pelachanim, which quoted in the previous Mimer, Sefer Kabbalah. Fourth Gateway, Chapter 2, Kosov, he writes, She'enim eskabos farazu, Shashem, this opinion of the Rabak that says that the Shema Etzim of Shema Vaya is only referring to the essence of the Sphiris is not miskabel, is not accepted. It doesn't make sense because this name only, refer, only refers to the divine energy, the lights of the world of Atsilis, which close into the vessels of Atsilis, etc. Because the Na'atzolim, the creations, the emanations, these spheres of the world of Atzilus are mechudoshim. They're new creations. Before, they did not exist. Now they are brought into existence. Um, they are limited, limited, fine creations. So, and beforehand, they did not exist. Even though, we said in the previous Mimer, and we've speaks in other places, said this, that the, there was Esther's spheres that can do this. The ten spheres that are hidden within Hashem's infinite essence. But, the way that they exist within Hashem's essence and the way that they exist in the world of Atzilus is a yesh me'ayin. It's a true, truly new existence, new quality of existence. 
So it's not just the Gilea Helim, it's not just a revelation of that which was already concealed within Hashem's essence. This is a, a new, so the emanations, the, the creation, the spirit of Atzilus from Chudashim. The Hashem, and this name of Hashem Avaya, which is one of the names of Hashem, Kadmin. So the name itself is Kadmin, something which is primordial. It always existed. It's not something which is just started to exist now. It refers to Hashem. Therefore, it must be Kadmin, primordial, always existing. And therefore, you cannot apply this name to the to the revelations of godliness in the world of Atzilus, which are not Kadmin, which didn't always exist. They only existed after Hashem emanated them, um, after Hashem revealed them from Himself. Like it says, before the world was created, meaning before even the world of Atzilus was created, we're saying here that the spheres of Atzilus are a creation, there was Him, Hashem in His very essence, and His name alone. So we see that the name is also Kadmin, it's also primordial, even before the world existed. Therefore, we cannot apply this name of Shemavaya to the Oyuris of the Etzim of the spheres, the Oyur, which is enclosed in the spheres, because the Oyur is Mechudash, it's a new existence. Whereas the name is before the world was created, just like Hashem himself. And like the Avedis HaKadosh writes, the first part of the book, chapter 2, that Hashem's name, referring to Hashem Ha'etzim, Hashem Avaya, the essential name, is Kadmin, is primordial, just like Hashem is primordial. And he even explains that quote of the Pirkei Derebel Lezer, that before the world was created, what does it mean before the world was created? It doesn't refer to the creation of the physical world which we live in, which we live in. it refers even to the emanation of the highest spiritual world of Atzilus. So, so that means that Hashem's name existed not just before the creation of our physical world, but even before the creation of the highest spiritual world. So Hashem's name is primordial, always existing, just like Hashem himself. And explain that the Atzilus, the world of Atzilus, which is the world of emanation, which, which usually is explained, Atzilus Melashen Etzlei Vesamuch, something very close to Hashem, and Atzilus Melashen Hafresha Sa'ara, like it says, Vayatzal Mena Ruach Hashar Alecha Vesamti Aleim, by Meishar Abeno, extending from his spirit and placing it onto the 70 sages. So usually Atzilus is this idea of emanation, just a revelation of that which was concealed within Hashem's infinite energy. It's not a new creation. A lot of places in Exodus. So the fact that we're saying that Atzilus is Mechudash, as a new creation, even though Oyur of Atzilus, not just the Kalim, even though we could say in other places that it's a Gilead Helm, it's a revelation of that which was concealed, of Hashem's concealed Koichis, concealed faculties, energies, powers, the concealed, the, head, the hidden tense Firis, now they're becoming revealed in the world of Atzilus, as it's known and explained in other places. So how can we say that Atzilus, the Oyur of Atzilus, are Mechudash? Hainush Hagam, this means to say that even though that it's not a schatras dover, it's not a truly a new existence. But nevertheless, before this world of Atilas was revealed, the kriches of Atilas, the spheres of Atilas were revealed. There never existed this revelation of these kriches. possession is So the chiddush aspect here is the fact that these revelations, these godly revelations that were revealed in Atilas, the spheres of Atilas are novel in the fact that they now, right, only now. Did their exist? Did their revelation exist beforehand? They never were revealed. So the aspect of revelation is the new, the novel aspect of the world of Atzilus. Even though the koiches, the spheres of Atzilus already existed, the esser spheres like is hidden within Hashem's essence, absorbed within that essence. So Atzilus can be called a mechudish, and therefore, how can we apply Hashem's essential name to the 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 essence, the oyer of Atzilus, which is a mechudish, which the name is not mechudish; it's primordial. And so too, this can be applied to all aspects of divine energy, 
which are revealed divine light. The very fact that this is oyer, this is light, which implies revelation of divine energy, that is mechudish. That is the novel aspect of this, the fact that now it's revealed. Even though divine energy obviously was, is included within Hashem's very essence, it stems from that essence, but there never was this reality of a revelation of that energy. So the revelation aspect of the, of the divine energy is mechudish. Whatever the level of the oyer we're talking about, it's a mechudish. And see what it says in the Kutitayda, the Mimer entitled Tiku, the second Mimer with that title, the first chapter, and the Haggah in the note there. But the main concept, the fact that the Oyer, the divine energy of the world of Atzilas, is called Machudish, a novel existence, a new existence. It's because Oyer, not just the fact that it was never revealed, and therefore the revelation aspect is new, but because the Oyer is, its existence is not inherent, its existence is not from itself. The existence of light comes from the source of light, from the luminary, meaning from a level of divinity, which is the source of that revelation of godly energy. And therefore, we must conclude that this Oyer is not primordial. It didn't always exist because it's Mitsusim. It's not, its existence is not from itself. It's not inherent. It doesn't, it didn't always exist. Its existence is totally, is dependent on a higher level of divinity, which emanated that, that divine energy. So that's why it's a Mechudish. It's a Mechudish Tikmitsis, a new novel existence. Not just because it was never the revelation aspect of this Oyer never existed, but the Oyer itself is not Kadmin, therefore it's new. Um, the whole concept of a primordial existence, not something that always existed, is that it is in the level of Metzius Mukhlat. It's a true, complete existence, inherently, without not being dependent, its existence not being dependent on anything else. And therefore, it's a true, total existence. Only something which exists inherently. It has to exist and, and exist not dependent on anything else is a true full existence. Anything which is dependent on something else to exist is not a full existence because its existence is dependent on something else wanting it to exist. So we cannot say that it truly fully exists inherently. Only something which existence, which its existence must be is a true existence and is Kadmain is primordial, always existing. But the divine revelation of energy, divine light, which its existence is not mechuyiv, it's not, it does, it does not have to be in mitzad asme, in and of itself. Inherently, it does not have to exist. If Hashem didn't want to reveal this energy, it doesn't have to, it won't, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't exist. Ki'im mitzad only because Hashem's very essence revealed that energy, wants it to exist, it exists. So it's not inherently existing. And this is also because of Hashem's the, the will, Hashem's desire, Hashem's essence that desires this existence of the Oyer. If Hashem's essence didn't want this, Hashem and His essence didn't want the existence of light, it wouldn't exist anymore. So we see that the, the existence of Oyer is not and therefore it must be that it's not Kadmin, it must be that it's a new existence which didn't always exist. Something which is a Kadmin has to exist inherently and has a complete existence, whereas Oyer doesn't have to exist. So therefore, ain't a kadmain. This is not something which is primordial, which always existed. Being came. So if so, Hashem ha'etzim. So this name, this essential name, Havaya, Shu kadmain, which we said earlier, that is, it is kadmain. Like the Ajli Nivra before the world was created, there was him and his name, implying that 
just like he is uh, a Kadmin, so too his name is a Kadmin. So the Shema Etzim, the name of Iris, is the essential name, which is Kadmin, we must say that it is a name which relates to Hashem's true essence, which is also a Kadmin. A Pelech and the Pelech which he quoted earlier, that it's not, it doesn't make sense to say that the shame relates to the revelations of Atzilis because all the revelations of Atzilis are Mechudoshim, their novel existence is new existence, and the name, this essential name is Kadmin. Like we said. So, his opinion is Shuhu Harotzi. That this essential name, Hashem of Ayah, refers to, relate, refers to Hashem's rotin, Hashem's will. But in truth, according to even his own opinion of the Pelech like we said, we quoted earlier, that the shame is Kadmoin, it's impossible, it's not possible to say that this name, this, this essential name, refers to Hashem's will. Just like you cannot apply this name to these Oedis and Atzalim, like the Pelech says himself, you cannot apply Hashem's essential name, which is a primordial, which is a Mechuyiv Metzias, which always existed, you cannot apply it to the Oedis of Atzilis, to the Divine Energy of Atzilis, which is a Mechudish Dika creation, because either the aspect of the revelation aspect of this Oedis is new, or the fact that it is not Metzusim Yatzimus, it didn't always exist, and doesn't its existence is not total, is not complete, is not inherent. So therefore, also the level of Ratzin, Hashem's will, is also a specific level in divinity, which is also, which also was created from Hashem's very essence. Therefore, even according to Pelech um Ratzin really would not be referred to by the Shema Etzim. So then, how does Shema Vaya, the Shema Etzim, refer to Hashem's true essence? Which of Aginas Egois, the Sefer Kabbalah, which we quoted in the previous member, which is brought also in the Shlah, Shnei Luchas Abris, Daf Heyam at Aleph, the fifth page, this side one. The Shem Avaya, who Shem Amiyuchod, the Shem Avaya is the Shem Hamiyuchod, the unique name of Hashem Haroimiz Al Havoya Hakduma Behechlet Mechuyim Mitzias, which hints to the Havoya Hakduma, the primordial existence, which is truly primordial, Mechuyim Mitzias, and his existence is obligatory, it must be. So therefore, we see the Shlah. Uh, the Guinness Egeis, which is brought in the Shalah, saying that Havaya, which is the Shema Etzim, the central name, is referring to this Shema Yuchud, of Shema Etzim, this unique name which hints to Hashem's true existence, true primordial existence. Because this name, Havaya, verifies, shows us truly that the existence, that existence does exist. The being that Hashem and his true essence is found, exists. So, in his existence, is an absolute existence, which is not dependent on any other existence. So, he is the one who creates all other creations. And therefore, just like his existence is true, so too, he is the one that creates, creates any existence, and it does exist. It being that his, his existence is ultimate and true, therefore, anything which he creates also exists, just like his existence is true. That is the quote from the Ginas Egois um, brought in the Shalat. And according to what he's explaining, the Gedis Akedis recorded before in Epistle 20. So now, according to what we explained earlier in that, in that Gedis Akedis, it's understood even more. How Shem Avayi refers to Hashem's true essence. The fact, besides the fact that creation shows in the fact that there must be a creator, a source for that creation, 
which, by the way, we can also say that the, the, fact, the very existence, that there is an existence of light, shows that there must be a source of light. So therefore, that's not really this idea of creation. The fact that creation shows you that there's a creator, that's not really getting all the way back to Hashem's true essence because anything that has a source is showing you about its source. So what really is showing you this idea that um, Hashem Avaya, which means comes from the word Mahave, creator, how is it referring to Hashem Etzim? How is it referring? How is it showing you all the way back to Hashem's true essence? Besides the fact that creator, Havaya means creator, shows you there must be a creation, it must be a creator. Creation itself indicates that the creator, the source of that creation, is an absolute existence. His existence is from himself and not dependent on anything else. Because the fact that something can exist and its existence can feel independent and total existence that's the existence of everything that which was created from Hashem that must be that shows you that the creator is also an absolute existence which feels itself independent because it is truly independent therefore it creates existences which feel themselves as independent so it's an even deeper indication of Hashem's true essence the fact that creations truly exist and they feel themselves as truly existing shows you that they must stem they must come from they must flow from Hashem's true essence which truly is existing from himself independently which this is Hashem's true essence which is it must exist and it always existed and if so the name Havaya which is from the same root as his Havus creation Mahave, which shows you that Hashem is the creator this shows in Hashem's true being, Hashem's true essence. Because the whole idea of Havaya, of creation, the fact that there can be created something which feels itself independent, shows you and tells you that this creation, its source, is in Hashem's true essence, which is the only existence which feels itself to be truly independent. And we can say that possibly this is the intent of the Ginas Eges. We quoted earlier, he quotes, he said, the quote is, that Havaya, the shame Havaya, hints to, indicates the Havaya Kduma, the primordial existence, the true primordial existence, which is not dependent on any other existence, and its existence must be. Um, so this is also what the intent of the Ginas Egois is when he's saying that Havaya, that the Shem Havaya hints to this true existence. Um, so that is, that's referring to this, this same idea here. The fact Shem Havaya is the, from the word creation, and the creation feels itself a separate existence, an independent existence, that's why it also hints to the Havaya Kduma, the true independent existence, which is Hashem's true essence. V'chem Ashikosov, and also what the Guinness Egg is right so after that, Me'achashi Yesh Havaya, Hayyab Mukhlat Hamahave, Kola Havoyis. Being that there is this idea of Havaya, a true independent primordial existence, therefore, and his existence is absolute, therefore, he is the source of all these existences which feel their self to be absolute independent existences. The Pirish Bamukhlat, what he says, Bamukhlat, absolute existence, that implies that his existence is inherent. It is from himself. He's not dependent on any other existence. That's the idea. Something which is absolute in and of itself, inherently existing without any source. That's why the Shem Havaya indicates Hashem's essence because Havaya means creation and the creations feel themselves to be independent and therefore that shows you 
that hints you back to Hashem's true essence, which is the only true independent existence. And this is like what the Rambam writes, because you say the Atayda, the beginning of the halachis of you say the Atayda, foundations of the Atayda, you say the Atayda, the quote is, the foundation of foundations and the pillar of all of all wisdoms is is to know that there is a initial, a primordial existence, which brings into being all creations, and all these creations, all these creations are only found, are created basically from Hashem's true being, Hashem's true essence. Same idea which the Ram was expressing here, that these creations which feel themselves to be independent and they feel themselves to be absolute existences, not dependent on anything else, they exist because Hashem, in His very true essence, is a is a primordial existence which feels Himself to be independent, which He is truly independent. Therefore, He has the ability to create real existences which feel themselves to be absolute. And this is like what it's written in the Geras HaKedosh, we quoted earlier, that Hashem's true essence only in Shem in his true essence, which is not, which is, doesn't have any source, which is not dependent on any other existence. He is the only one that has the ability and the power, the potential to create a entity which feels itself to be independent and to be complete in absolute existence. And on the next page, now at the top of etzim. And this is what Shemavaya shows you, indicates to you, the Shem Ha'etzim, the essential name. It shows you this is a name which must relate to Hashem's very essence because Havaya, from the word Mahave, to create, what can be the source of a creation which feels its existence to be absolute and inherent and not dependent on something else, only Hashem's true essence, whose existence is truly absolute and independent and Mechuyiv is primordial. Therefore, you say this, say this. That's why these, this halacha starts off the whole Rambam. He says in the actual words. He said he said this, and Abudachachmes. If you look at the beginning, the first letter of each one of those words, Rosh Tevis, is Havaya. Because the the toichin, the whole content of the halacha is to tell you about Hashem's true essence, which is the source of all existence, and so that is the whole idea of that halacha talking about Hashem's true essence, and that is Shem Havaya, the Shema Etzim. Is referred to Hashem's true essence is referred to by Hashem Avaya, the source of all existence, and that's why the Rosh Hashanah so that beginning of halacha are Hashem Avaya. We'll stop there. Two lines at the top of Kusali Kalif.